0: Hey Scrappers, Zach here. Let me rap at you for a second. As 2021 draws to a close and we all prepare to ring in the new year with some viscous champagne flavored cultured dairy product as is custom, I wanted to take a moment and thank you, dear listener, for an amazing year. The love and support you've shown this crazy project has been overwhelming. It's been amazing to hear from y'all on Twitter and even get a chance to hang out with you on Discord. Join us there if you haven't already. We started this wild ride in January and we are closing in on 50,000 downloads before the end of the year. I know that we can do it. We deeply appreciate it if you gave us a little push to cross this arguably arbitrary goal line before 2022. Recommend us to your friend, family member, coworker, friendly neighborhood cat, whatever you hang out with, as long as it has ear holes. If you already haven't, please rate and review the show on your preferred place to find podcasts. That's the gas that keeps this imagination wagon running. Also, as a reminder, if you'd like to see the awkward faces behind the voices with absolutely no editing or filter, come check us out on Demiplane RPG's Twitch channel, Sunday, January 2nd, 3.30 to 6.30 EST. We'll be playing our wacky paranormal side campaign, Agents of Brian, along with some special guests, Daft from To Have and To Roll and Steve from the Hideous Laughter podcast. All this for the incredible Jasper's Game Day organization to raise funds and awareness for suicide prevention. We are so stoked to be playing for such an important cause, and I hope that all of you have some time to tune in. I know it's been a difficult year for everyone, and we hope the Very Capable Four's antics have brought a little cheer to you all. So, from your third, fourth favorite guy who pretends to be a rat on the internet, thank you so very much. In your honor, I'm cracking open the biggest, ripest, room-temperature, limited-edition, Gratitude Granola Gravy Crunch Goo Tube that I've been saving. Just for you, Scrapper. Yes, that's the one. With the crunchy, razor-sharp sprinkles of thankfulness and appreciation that eventually caused it to be recalled. Only the best for you.
1: Hey, Scrappers. After one year of this podcast, of this ridiculous journey... I just want to say to each and every one of you, you suck. And like, I don't mean that in, in like a mean way. It's a reference to a joke that we did on the podcast like months ago. I don't know if you remember or if you're new here, probably go back and listen to the joke. It's, it's, an, it's an endearing thing. But seriously, uh, thank you all for uh, listening and coming with us on this crazy journey. And um, thank you so much for continuing to support the show. Here's to a great year. And here's to another one right around the corner.
2: Hey, Scrappers. It's Izzy. Just check in and say thank you so much for a great year. And we hope for many more. Like literally hundreds of thousands. You're trapped. I'm so sorry. But thanks again. Bye.
3: Hello, Scrappers. Jeff here, wanting to say thank you for an amazing first year of Pot Against the Machine. You've been a tremendously encouraging and welcoming community of friends and listeners that I'm honestly, sincerely honored to be a part of. You suck so much, and I wouldn't have it any other way.
1: This is Pot Against the Machine. But uh,
3: against the machine.
1: who bought Against the Machine, the only actual play podcast that doubles as a horror reboot of beloved Canadian children's program Today's Special. (laughs) I'm your host, and here's everybody. No Today's (laughs) Special fans in the audience?
0: Too busy waving.
2: It was a vigorous wave, though. Hi,
3: everybody. Uh, also, no, never seen that. I-, I do like to expand my horizons. International children's shows, though, and highly recommend LazyTown. That's
0: a fun show. I
2: love LazyTown.
0: Ooh, Stefan, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Oh, R. Yeah, but that's
3: right. man, what other Icelandic Olympian would make himself his superhero in a children's show than Magnus? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Now, to be <laughs> fair, in the Swedish version, he's not secretly a superhero, he's secretly an elf. Whoa. Or not, uh, Whoa. not Swedish, Icelandic version. I apologize to our Icelandic viewers.
3: Sporticus.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it now, there's this weird, I'm trying to figure out if it's a puppet or somebody in like really heavy prosthetics. A today's special? Dressed as like a train conductor,
1: yeah. No, he's a security guard. Uh, it takes place in a department store, and the main character is a mannequin that comes to life because of his magic hat, and I used to love this show. There's like three characters.
3: <laughs> there must have been some magic. Yeah.
1: So you had to come up with
4: a reference to a pop culture mannequin coming to life, and that's what you went with instead of the movie Mannequin. <laughs>
1: When I see Mannequins, I think today's special, and I think that the heart of America is with me on this one.
4: Definitely not the blockbuster movie instead. No, never
1: seen it. Probably never even heard of it, honestly. Nobody has. You just...
3: I mean, I would have assumed the Doctor
0: Who autons. i to second Jeff on this one. Who even is that? Get who even. So what happened last time, Sam?
1: I don't remember. I was making <laughs> mannequin jokes.
3: When last we left our intrepid band of adventurers.
1: no, oh, keep going. That was good.
3: When last we left, our intrepid band of adventurers, Very Capable Four had decided to spend painstaking hours punching a building till it collapsed. But heartless they were not, as we saved the two Smiler prisoners from a crushing and bludgeoning demise, walking them... Instead to a nice hostage transfer the Red Tooth Warren, or so they thought, for on their way they were beset upon by five mannequin robots who, in their confusion, believed an imminent emergency crash landing was in progress. Instead, they crashed into us, as though Dave Matthews himself were there. (laughs) Instead, combat ensued. Whiskey Fist proved a capable ally, and the very capable four defeated the mannequins. Kira almost fell unconscious, took a brief nap, got back up, and we emerged victorious.
1: Sorry, Sam, you're out of Great. a job. Yeah, thank you for the summary. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna farm that out more often. Sky Metal. Yeah, Sky Metal. Sky Yay! Metal. Whoa! It's been so long. Welcome (laughs) to the haves
0: from the have-nots.
1: Thank you. Put it on the board. Joe got to start spending them. There's so many numbers on the screen here.
4: Oh, hey, mine's a plant friend now. When did that update? Mine used to be the unicorn. Well, you accidentally deleted it, and
1: then I had to give you a
4: new one. (laughs) Okay, yeah, so how do I get that back to me without deleting it? I have no idea.
2: Ooh. (laughs) Uh, Right-click. Oh, here we go.
4: Take card. There we go. Yeah, right-click and take. (laughs) Yeah, because last time I hit to delete, and it. rid of
1: it so you guys are in the um trails in the middle of scrap wall you have the bodies of five defeated mannequins who all look identical and creepy uh littered around your feet and um yeah that's where we are
0: i had a pretty successful knowledge check at the end of the app what do we make of their eminent landing Warning. Is this like another, like just like the robots under the hill, like a bajillion years old warning message, or is a huge Jetson ship about to land on all of us?
4: Yeah. Should we have looked up at some point during
1: that fight? Yeah, if you do look up, there's just hundreds of tons of metal careening down on you, and you all take fifty thousand d6 of damage. But no, it it seems like uh, this is sort of some leftover where they think they're doing whatever they're programmed to do, which apparently, in order to get people ready for an emergency landing, they, you know, smash into them repeatedly.
2: the landing area?
1: They surround Hmm. them and smash into them. is isn't very nice.
0: Is there anything on them or in this immediate area?
1: Doesn't look like it. They are just equipped with their mannequin selves.
0: Well, then, if there's nothing there, can I make a formal complaint to HR about the amount of Dave Matthews band jokes that... Jeff is making in the Roll20 chat. I believe that's against our corporate ethos. That's true.
4: <laughs> you beat me to
3: it. I'm the king of the castle.
1: Oops, oh, sorry. Well, Ants, yeah. uh, are you going to march on?
3: I I was just under the table
0: and dreaming. What did you say?
1: <laughs> I just want to remind
0: everyone that Dave Matthews Band emptied the uh, the the toilet oh over there the bridge is. and it landed on the the entire boat full of people so the feeling that you get when you're listening to their music was actually experienced by some people as well um yeah
2: i know one thing about dave matthew's band is also a guy doesn't matter and it's that <laughs> yep.
3: i actually didn't know that and feel worse
0: yeah, I, I think know it that, happened please. in Boston, if I can remember correctly. Yeah, no. Pretty uh, they
4: dumped their tour bus on a uh, graded bridge mm-hmm. and it landed onto a tour boat underneath. Right on a tour boat. Yep.
2: Just so gross.
4: And then they tried to say it wasn't there. Then they had to use
0: science to, like, look at the
2: (laughs) cistern on the bus and
0: match the... That's actually my favorite CSI Boston (laughs) episode, too. No, dude, this is definitely Dave Matthews
1: right here. Yeah. See, it's wicked fiddly.
3: Think about Boston and all that we lost when you talk about Congress.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yes, so we're going to bring this... um, this, this whole production all the way down to Red Tooth, I suppose. Um, wait, I guess real quick question. In the southern portion of the battle map, we have some Nickelodeon 90s GAC. Are we getting a, like, radioactive vibe?
1: Um, are you using the radiation detector?
0: I suppose. Why not? Let's have fun. The thing is what, uh, time-worn, right? Yeah. Liquid.
1: (laughs) So if you, uh, fire up the radiation detector and burn another charge off that bad boy, it does indeed ping as radioactive whatever this liquid is. It's just hanging out in a broken-off vat shoved off to the side and, uh, looks like it's kind of leaked out and is eating its way into the ground there, which seems really, really quite healthy. Uh, don't worry,
5: everyone. It's just a just a silent spring over there. So let's move on, right? Um, it's, uh, it's
3: a Naturally occurring
5: absinthe.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, that goes that goes over better than my ecological disaster joke. Let's move on all the way
1: to Red Tooth. All right, and you don't get any more trouble on the way to Red Tooths. Lair, and there's so many maps. Where is it? Red Tooth's Warren. I'll pop you all back in here. I think it probably put you right back into Red Tooth's room automatically. Um, so, yeah, the uh, Red Tooth Raiders um, absolutely like will let you in the instant you show up, and Whiskey Fist is all smiles as he. Um, arrives and he'll be like saying hi to everybody, and everybody's like definitely cheered to to have their lieutenant back. And he'll just be like, "Yeah, these guys were great. You should have seen them. It was ah, oh, it was a right show." Ah, uh-huh. you know he's weird. He makes noises. and stuff. <laughs> <but>
3: <laughs> well, you are certainly a capable ally as well, Face. By putting an end to this conflict, we. Hope to bring about some war and peace.
1: <laughs> um, I think when you get into uh, Redtooth's room, uh, she'll uh, clap her hands and be like, Oi! Ah, oh, right, Chuffed, you got him back, eh? Hey! Whiskey Fist goes, Yeah, I was never in doubt. Never in doubt. They're very capable for... I got a I got a Long Island accent now, but... <laughs> 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 Been looks
0: infected. like an alligator for some reason. Oh, yeah, I've no. been infected by <laughs>
1: Uh, But yeah, everybody is just chuffed as cheeses <laughs> to be reunited. And, yeah, and uh, Red Tooth will be like, "I didn't think you y'all had it in you." If I'm being honest, but uh, thank you so much for bringing my cousin back. I think. Uh, Did
2: you think we were gonna die?
1: I died thought probably you'd you'd come running back to me with your tails between your legs. But, uh, I mean, uh, tell me what happened. How did it all go down?
2: We pushed down a wall.
1: Right, I think we'll,
5: no, oh, no, 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 no. I believe we'll let Whiskerfist let you know
1: how it went. I'm taking away your sky medals.
0: <laughs> no, I'm sorry. They're,
1: they're in there. Can't, can't do it. Well, I, I, I missed most of it, didn't I? I was uh, locked up in a, a, a tube, but uh, there was explosions and uh, screaming, and, and then everybody was dead. They killed Marrow, they killed Gunshy, they killed uh, almost everybody except these two clowns. Two Smilers in the back sort of nod sheepishly at, while they're tied up. and That's the long and short of it. The Smilers are pretty much no more, I would say. We
5: took the building down for good
1: measure. Wow, that's very, very impressive indeed. That's worth quite a few big bad daddy points, I'd say. <laughs> yes, yeah,
3: our engineering knowledge
1: did give us the skill to make those good measurements. Boy, I would think that'd be a crazy thing to even try. I'm from Long Island too now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh more power to you now uh, you've held up your end of the bargain and I suppose I'll I can hold up mine we got uh, got some treasures you can help yourselves to I suppose I'm gonna let's see, I'll read out a list I'm not a hundred percent sure of what exactly you already traded for because I don't have that great of a memory uh,
3: and we also have a curtain. scroll
4: of miracle. <laughs> <laughs> i going to restore that time one laser pistol, laser rifle. <laughs> Got a nanite canister, two batteries,
1: and a flechette grenade, I believe. Okay, so there are three more batteries, um, another nanite canister, um, a flare gun, two arc grenades, and three zero grenades, a wand of cure moderate wounds with 18 charges on it a trauma pack plus and a tie worn detonator with four Silex charges. Red Tooth is going to say, I'm, I'm going to need to uh, hold back that uh, detonator and those charges. If it's all the same to you, it's uh, got plans.
5: Yeah, what you got in mind, kid?
1: And she um, sort of does a little head signal indicating to some of the other raiders to pull the prisoners out of the room. You know, can't take any risks. And once they're gone, uh, she'll hunker in a little bit closer. And she'll say, oh. in, a, in an ideal world, we'd blow down the structure at the back of Scrapmaster's arena and drop it on top of the lot of them. That's probably more Silex than I can muster. So I figure we'll blow up the receiver array that they've been guarding real close over in Thrall's territory They've been using it for some secret project. Blow it up, screw up their plans, and really hit them hard.
5: Hmm. So you're saying a uh, forward-fronted assault that involves explosions and the complete destruction of uh, an enemy base. I don't know
0: if that sounds like it's within our wheelhouse. (laughs) Brixby looks around to the rest of the gang, just adjusting his bigger and badder leather jacket that we've all gotten in the interim uh with these points yeah
3: we can trade some of the points in at the store (laughs) for different things like jacket upgrades
4: uh Vargas will say this material that you use to make these bombs you don't think you can get more of it
1: I mean uh we've been on the lookout for it for quite some time and uh I think I've, I've gathered up all there is to gather, unless there's more that the Lords of Rust have, or there's more out in the haunted side of town where nobody's really gotten a chance to search. You know, kind of it's haunted. Haunted by what? Oh, I, I ain't been out there myself, but uh, stories say there's the, the dead walking in those weird, like, uh, robot suits. Hmm there's uh, things you can't even see that'll throw garbage at you. I don't know, just the kind of things that just suck the life right out of you and you can't even touch them.
0: Can we roll any knowledge based off of that?
1: Um, I think it's probably a bit too vague. I mean, right. it sounds pretty clear that she's talking about undead. <laughs> um, probably several different types of undead. Beyond that, it's, it's hard to say from a sort of third-hound hand account. Uh
3: about what about a first hand account? Do like the dead walking in weird robot suits sound like the rhassom we've already faced?
1: Um not exactly, no.
5: Okay. Well, um so do do you know anything else about the uh receiver array? You were just planning on planting these uh Silex bombs
1: around them. Uh it's uh it's a piece of, of machinery, like it's got an old facility um, that's still in decent shape with a big old dish at the top of it. I haven't been able to get close since the Thralls got torn apart, but it used to be very protected by the sort of Darklands types.
5: Right, I'm sorry, the Thralls got torn
1: apart. Oh, yeah. The, um, few days before you all got here... The Lords of Rust went in there, and they just, they killed a lot of people, a lot of thralls. They were mad about something.
0: (laughs) It was probably us. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: (laughs) Well, Uh,
4: uh, whoops. Didn't you say, when we talked yesterday, we asked about possibly recruiting the thralls to help, and you said that they were some of their most fanatic...
1: Followers? Why would they kill their own followers? You got me. Uh, they were mad at him about something, I guess. Mm-hmm.
5: I wonder if uh, that dish wasn't receiving what it should
0: have been receiving. Bricks looks conspiratorially around its group, or er, around its group.
1: If you want to roll like a knowledge engineering, yeah, I'd love to.
0: Ooh, big one for a thirteen from Bricksbean oh eight
3: for an 18
0: for asher Mm, big (laughs) minds
1: so So i don't know if
3: it's in the pile over here
1: if it's just been a long day since um it's really been a very long day it has it has (laughs) but you know it it feels like there's something there a big receiver array somebody getting mad a few days before you came um some kind of project, when it just feels like you're right there, but the pieces just aren't coming together. Yeah.
3: What about uh Vargas's knowledge engineering? He's the one who figured out what a fire extinguisher was.
1: <laughs> Vargas?
4: Uh, you do. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh dungeoneering. Did you what? say dungeoneering or engineering? engineering? Engineering. Uh, yeah. I have a plus four. Not horrible. You got it. Uh, that is. A 4 I'm going to stop using this <laughs> die because that one gets a lot of 4s. Uh,
0: that is an 8. Uh, God, so what does the 8 give us, Sam? What about a craft <laughs> blacksmith check? <laughs> what would that give
4: us? i Is this one of those weird ones where the lower score gives you something that the higher
0: didn't?
2: Can I intimidate an answer out of anyone?
0: <laughs> How about I'm profession afraid, yeah. dish TV installer? Uh, Brixby has that for some reason.
5: Gotta <laughs> <laughs> love background skills. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, then, it seems, uh, after we've reunited you with, uh, our kin here, that we should probably convalesce and set off for this receiver array. Sound right, gang?
2: Yeah.
3: Knowing how important it is to the Lords of Wrath, even if it isn't doing what they want it to do, well... It would certainly help us and our goals to see that it's unusable
1: by them in the future. Yeah, I mean, there's... even if it's not working now, there's no saying they can't get it working again later unless we blow it to pieces. If the
4: reason it's not working is the reason we think it may not be working, destroying it would also at least potentially remove the threat of the Lords of Rust attacking Torch again.
0: Not because of anybody's, uh, you know, not at your behest or anything, Uh, but let's just roll on that trauma pack. Um, And let's roll a natural 20 for a 32, Sam.
1: That's not too bad. Um, Well... I think Brixby has, has seen these before, a uh, trauma pack is a small box of emergency medical gear that can be used to augment a creature's heal skill and allow for enhanced healing. A full trauma pack has enough supplies to be used 5 times before being depleted. When using a trauma pack you can um, use a heal check to provide 1d8 plus 1 points of healing for every 5 points by which you exceed the heal checks DC you can provide another 1d8 plus 1 points of healing but uh, this one this one looks fancier than, than any other one you've seen before and it looks like it's a uh, it has advanced chemicals in it that might just be enough to restore a recently sl- slain creature to life um, <laughs> within one round of the target's death as breath of life Trauma nice. pack uh, trauma pack plus heals 2d8 plus 2 points of damage for every successful heal check. And um, if used within one round of a target's death, can um, bring that target back to life as the spell Breath of Life.
0: Yeah. I don't love the precedent set by giving us revivification magic. Um, oh, we also are still carrying around that, uh, scroll. Yeah, the Breath of Life or, like, Resurrection Scroll or whatever we were given in Book 1 by Spicy Neil.
1: (laughs) You guys are just really lucky.
0: Doesn't give me a good vote of confidence in what's going to come back. find all these things.
1: It's all mannequins for the rest of the book, at least. Nice. Uh, well, I, uh, believe Escher will probably best
5: use this. So, shall we, uh battle tonight's iteration of the Junk Golem. <laughs> yes, uh, as
4: much as I like the hospitality here at your Warren, and he nods over to uh, Red Tooth, I believe we should head back to Denvia to rest up just for the healing, if for nothing else.
2: Unless you guys want to share beds with us. Well, not with <laughs> us, like, you know, give us your bed.
5: Yeah, just in a totally right. non-weird way. Also heal us.
1: <laughs> uh, well, we just gave you the the bulk of our healing, and uh, we kind of do like a little bit of a pile-up thing here. So there's a there's not exactly a lot of free beds in the, the Warren situation.
3: No, but the food options are quite impressive on this Warren
4: buffet. <laughs> no! <laughs>
0: We should very, uh, take stock uh, of it. <laughs> That's it. All right,
1: we just walk oh, out. Man. No, no, no other words. <laughs> no hedging your bets just on that out of character. One. But I'll pop us back over to Dinvaya's because nothing kills you on the way, sadly.
0: All right, so, uh, Izzy takes Dinvaya's bed and,
1: as discussed... <laughs> No, you still will not be getting my bed.
2: No, this is—it's Izzy now. Kira's no. not even a part of the equation. This is—I have entered no, Zach the game. was outside
3: the chapel, Izzy's <laughs> inside the chapel. Oh no!
2: You all. Jeff was in a boat yesterday.
1: It's true. Oh no! Now you fixed us in time on our recording day. Oh no! Everyone knows that it was—it was a big scene. Uh You all look like crap, though, if I do say so myself. Thank you. All right. <laughs> she has sufficient channels, I think, to get everybody back up to full. Sounds good.
3: I was wondering something on our walk over here. Fa- Gearfather Kite has a title of Gearfather. Should we refer to you as Gear Mother or just Dinvaya? I don't mean to be disrespectful of your station.
1: I think uh, Dinvaya is just fine for me. I've never been one of the more formal types
3: well, thank you very much for all the healing and hospitality.
1: It is my pleasure for friends of kite
0: um, Brixby is going to walk over to Kira as we're getting ready to go to bed. I, uh, sell big stuff. Um,
5: yeah, I know I've been giving you a lot of in case of emergency use this, but, um, I'm thinking... This wand might be a little bit more useful in your hands than
0: mine. And he uh, hands over the magic missile wand that wasn't part of Connor Bane's gear, just happened to be near him in a tube. It was there. We found it. It was a great addition to the first portion of this adventure. Either way, that level three magic missile wand, which shoots two magic missiles per charge, and has has 26 charges remaining. I'm going to hand that over to Kira out there. Just a uh, point and fire.
2: Kira's like a little wary as Brixby approaches. Um, just canonically has been as distant as a, you know, teenager can be. Which is like P distant. I've met a lot of teenagers. But as he hands the wand to her. She looks down and looks at him. Slightly skeptical, and she's like, well, what are you going to use? Because of how that thing, you know, of how when you, you like to just sometimes rush into battle, and then things that are bigger than you, which is, like, everything, um, tries to kill you. Remember that? Yeah,
5: well, I mean, uh, as both of our arcane reservoirs grow, I have a bit more
0: diverse skills. But also, I have this... Scorching Ray wand that we took off of Mero and her book which I'm going to say looks a lot like the like evil dead Necronomicon kind of take um, nice and skin covered yeah between
5: these I've, I've got some fun options so uh, yeah you just have fun with that and, and all the other scrolls and things uh, yeah 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 hand me down wand enjoy
2: he just kind of stares at it for a second and then um, gives him like a it's like a tackle hug because she's a good what two feet taller? No, oh
0: yeah like maybe three? I don't know I would say maybe three feet
2: He is uh, knocked prone mm-hmm. Oh yes. He takes four points of damage
0: Absolutely. Yeah. He's gone
2: <laughs> She'll help him back <laughs> He's Sorry. just dead Thanks <laughs> Oh no. I yeah it was
0: actually it below con for most of this adventure so that's it uh, yeah, no, I um, you know we've uh
5: we've seen a wide variety of enemies, and I have a feeling uh, haunted doesn't sound good to me. So they might do you something. And then thanks.
2: Want a wand five, but I also don't want to discharge a thing. So we <laughs> would we'll just shake on it.
0: Um, Brixby is gonna go back and study that disgusting flesh-bound tome.
3: Before we were to go to sleep, Asher would would look kind of uncomfortable but ask the party and say, I prepared the blessed weapons spell we discussed to be able to put our friend Jarman out of his misery and allow him to rest. I personally don't want to be the one to deal the final killing blow,
5: but I'm willing if no one else is. I have no problems. Unless, then he looks at Vargas and Kira, one of our more martial-inclined party members wants to, uh, well, you know. It shouldn't matter who actually
4: does it. He'll be... Well, unless he's somehow figured out how to breathe without air in the time he's been in there. He should be completely helpless when we dump him out. Anyone who can hold a knife can do what needs
5: to be done.
2: Yeah, but can and want to are different.
5: As a man, he barely deserved to draw the precious breath that floats around Galarian. What he is now, I apologize if this says more about me than Jarman, but I see no problem. Sliding him off whatever semblance of a mortal coil He's been given Chef Erasma would have a word or two with him He'll turn and look at Kira and say Also,
4: don't forget that that man One, he's not a man anymore And two, even when he was He's part of the reason that what happened to Torch happened He was working with Mianda. Don't forget
2: I haven't forgotten. She just dumps out the bag. Just the just the jarman part, though.
3: And uh, Asher would place a hand on Brixby's rapier if he would allow him to. Oh yeah. And cast bless weapon. And he would look he would look sad about it and say, "Yes, he wasn't a good person, but I wish he were able to." Be tried for his crimes or face some sort of less gruesome justice. He's suffered enough, and I don't want his current state to wreak any more pain upon others.
0: And what sort of Jarman am I dealing with? Ultra soft or ultra strong? Please, don't squeeze the Jarman.
1: <laughs> oh, well, the Jarman that gets dumped out of the badge is... He's physically intact at this point, like his his body has fully regenerated of its wounds, but it's still like the totally washed out, basically white skin, um, emaciated, mouth sewn shut version of Jarman that is just, I mean, he, he looks like a chitin now that you know what approximately what happened to him. He, you know, he looks sort of halfway between a chitin and a human. Mm. And definitely not like the man that you dealt with in Torch.
5: Well, uh, let me make you all the way dead,
0: then. Brixby doesn't wait for anything. Uh, The moment dumped out of the bag and the rapier is enchanted, it's, I mean, do you want me to roll like a coup de grace or do we want to just call it?
1: Uh, Roll damage for the coup de grace.
0: Okay, so 13 with the blessed weapon and sneak attack.
1: Okay, and he's got to roll a fort save, which is, I believe, DC 33, 20 plus the damage done. He did not roll a natural 20, so Garmin Ulrith or Jarmin Ulrith or whatever this guy is expires on the floor of the Clockwork Chapel. Dinvaya, who's been standing quietly away from uh, most of the action there, um, sort of gives a moment uh, quietly and then says you really could have done that outside
2: Do you mind if we store him under your bed? Since, you know, we can't use the bed Yeah, now
5: that was the last individual that took the junk golem on us so we just thought that it would set a good precedent
1: to, uh Oh yes, very, very terrifying Now get him out of here
3: It only lasted one minute per level and I wasn't expecting Kira to Dump him out of here in the middle of the floor
5: Yeah, now Uh, unfortunately We Encountered a, um Iteration Of a past enemy That was particularly resistant To the damage we normally Dealt Um I'm just going to throw it on top of your junk column, considering we've got a little corpse pile going, so just don't worry. Don't get up. Don't,
1: don't get up. I've got it. Right, yeah, just.
2: Want to heal and go to bed? Do you need to fix more guns?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of hand-waving the healing because she had plenty of channels to do the job. Little healing, little
0: coup de grace. We're
2: good. Does that mean we're back up to full? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Except for Garmin. Yay. Oh, God, I just accidentally
4: hit 24 takeaway instead of that. Yep. Oh, it's permanent. Sorry. You
1: and Garmin, That's get okay. on He's the pile with he the Junk still gold. At one. <laughs> he was still at one HP. <laughs> yeah. You wake up and Vargas is just sleeping in the pile, spooning with Jarmin's corpse. Uh, so when we do wake up, though... Um, so, uh, Dinvanya, I actually
5: have a question for you. Ah, uh, sure? Uh, what would that be? We had a conversation, uh, with our new friend, Red Tooth about a receiver array. Now, the Blessed Voice and Bronze might know a thing or two about
1: that, right? That's certainly possible. You mean the receiver array out to the east yeah that's the one yeah so she gets a much better role than you all did she says oh yes the receiver array um, I mean it's it's clearly a, a piece of the old ship or whatever it was that came down here It's designed for transmitting something over long long distances I know it was active recently at least um, they were using it for something and um, there was a lot of activity over there with uh, members of the Lords and Rust coming and going every day but, uh, something changed um, not long before you came and um, it's, it's gone quiet whatever it was it's powered down so I, I assume the transmission has ceased Alright, um, well Thank you
5: for that input uh, Brixby looks back at the group Don't know what could have Transpired in the interim But, um We're gonna go blow it up Top of the morning to you We don't wanna
4: Try and Get that, uh Gravity thing from her Yeah, man Oh, yeah Pop that on one of
0: Kira's weapons that,
3: it's not, We have plenty of batteries for it, so...
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, the thing that makes it... The, the essentially gravity bow lead blades thing, right? That's what it is?
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's like gravity blow, but for melee weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs>
0: which is lead blades, I think.
1: Oh, is that what that is, lead blades?
5: Yeah, we want that thing that approximates that spell that we just said a moment ago.
1: Ah, uh, the uh, gravity clip? Yeah. if you'd like the gravity clip, I can give it to you for 2,000 gold.
5: 1,000 seems just
0: fine. Very kind of you. (laughs) Uh, No, Briskby's going to turn back to the group. 2K is cool with me. I mean, I don't really... I have no issue with trying to shake down the one friend we have that (laughs) isn't a gang member here. Yeah, that sounds fair.
5: Ah, uh, Kira, I believe the, uh, mother wants to do something to your weapon.
2: Okay. Hand it over.
0: So is it like a butterfly clip? Or is it like uh a...
2: It's the, all the keychains from, uh, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts.
1: <laughs> it's like one it's of those caribboner. things that you put on the back of your phone. Caribboner. The popping things. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah.
0: The... Oh, yeah. Whatever those
1: are called. Mm-hmm. Pop socket. Pop socket. There, you know? um, so it's like I a purple it. little pop socket, and she, um, after taking the 2,000 gold, of course, will pop that on to Ethel um, the Greatsword.
2: Ethel the Greatsword.
1: And um, it's got a battery in it, basically, where while it's mounted, any hit um, with the device uh, acts as if it's. Uh, one size category larger than its actual size by manipulating the gravity field around the device. So your greatsword will be 3D6 um, basically for the first ten times you hit with it.
2: Nice.
0: And we have tons of batteries, too. We have, like, what, like six, seven? Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: more than that. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. We got a lot of batteries. It's mash too. time. One they don't seem to give us much of is the... Uh, nanite canisters they've been throwing batteries at us though
0: i mean to be fair the nanite canisters are only useful for healing because that like one inferno pistol that uses them is so inefficient comparatively like yeah yeah
3: so now that we have the cure mod gun i mean each each tiny robot dose is 2d8 plus three
0: totally and a cure mod wand uh yeah
4: and the kurman gun isn't time-worn, which is also mm-hmm. awesome. Totally.
5: Um, last question before we go and commit, uh, well, an act of full-blown terrorism. We've struggled to purchase and sell things um, to our non-allies here. Are there any general traders or salespeople you'd recommend?
1: Scrapwall isn't what you would call a city, or really a a normal society, uh, for lack of a better term for it. There are no general stores or things of that nature. But um, we are not without our our means of commerce. If you um, want, we we can call for a night market these things happen now and then normally at request, you sort of put out the word and various people whoever's interested will assemble in a set place uh, at nightfall and they will sell essentially and buy and sell and trade amongst whatever they've managed to scrape together or steal from one another such things There's a sort of de facto peace at a night market
0: um, so, Brixby will turn back to the group.
1: I mean, I'm in no
5: rush. I was just interested. I'm fine getting everything in you know, a old fashioned way, aggroing an entire gang and uh, seeing what exists in the rubble.
2: I mean, Kira canonically loves a craft fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, if they've got handmade goods,
0: it's so all about a night market. Maybe tonight? Like, since it's morning, we're going to go out, we're going to do a little light terrorism, and then shopping.
2: It sounds like a day. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, I can put the word out, and uh, I cannot guarantee that no unfriendly people will appear, but you should be reasonably safe at a a night market. I don't think the Lords of Rust would show up in force or anything. They have shown at least some respect for the rules around here.
4: Now... Uh, quick question though if earlier in the same day someone blew up an irreplaceable piece of technology at the Lord of Rust's own would they be more likely to show up in force to the night
1: market? I suppose it's possible but would they know who did such a thing? Only if someone was stupid enough to climb the big bad
5: daddy points by taking back the head of the receiver array, just like we did with the mantico. I'm going to stop right now. Um, <laughs> nor would we leave one or more stickers to indicate
3: just how capable the group was that destroyed it. I think our anonymity should be preserved.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, back at the uh, collapsed area, there's just like a turkey hand with a unicorn sticker on it. That's not mine. I don't know who did. Probably one of the smilers. <laughs> Their weird hands.
5: Yeah. So, uh, I think if you don't mind putting the word out, tell the people that sell the essential oils and the ugly leggings to stay at home. But everyone else can come out. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go and, um, blow something up.
1: Figuratively. We will keep it in mind, and I will, I will put out the word. We should be able to find someone tonight.
0: Alright, gang. Shall we, um, commit some light terrorism?
2: Light terrorism.
1: <laughs> so the receiver array is deep in thralls of Hallian territory, which is to the northeast of Red Tooth Raiders territory, so it's it's a pretty far walk here. You're, you're talking a couple miles from the Clockwork Chapel, but you got an early start to the day. Everything seems quiet as you're making your way across um, you know, through Steelhawks territory and the former Smilers territory. and. Red Tooth's Raiders territory, all the way into what belongs to the, the Thralls of Hellion. And it's like, once you get into this area, it's almost like someone turned a switch or did like a... It's just like there are... The civilian count just drops off very quickly, and suddenly there there's no people around, and there's a smell in the air, rotting meat, rotting corpses, and there's pockmarks of laser fire, and there are corpses of small, gray humanoids, human size, very pale humanoids, uh, mangled beyond most recognition um, every several hundred yards, or in small groups, or just spread throughout there, and there's just no signs of life. Can everyone roll me a perception check? Uh, Jeff, what'd you get?
3: Uh, 15 for a 15.
1: All right, and Izzy? Um,
2: 14 plus 9, 25,
4: 3. Uh, jiro I also got a 15 with an 11 plus 4.
1: And how about Zach?
0: Rolled a 15 for a 25.
1: Well, as you're walking along there, just for the split second, he feels like he hears something. It's like above his head, off to the left. But if you look, there's nothing there point of order
0: real quick that scorching ray wand is going into my little zippy super sheath
1: i don't know why you would it was just the wind
0: i mean i wanted to do it the moment we crossed into thrall's territory but i was allowing you to cultivate cinematic
1: desolate nature
0: two
3: things asher wants to do one seeing brixby look did i hear something just to detect-evil 60-foot cone in the area he was looking at. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: Nothing at all.
3: Dope. Secondly, looking at these gray humanoid-type creatures, would a Knowledge Local be appropriate to see if I know anything about them?
1: Uh, yeah, that could do.
3: That would be a 19 total.
1: Um, it looks like the bulk of them are, um, creatures called chokers. Oh, no. No.
3: Grabby-dabbies. They're little necklaces that are very tight. Mm-hmm
0: usually made of black velvet
1: they look very cool um, chokers are uh, what is going on? progressive? get out of my
0: computer chokers want to no, take 15% now is <laughs> off of your <laughs>
1: yeah I just got flow popped right up on the screen oh no Flo-kers. Oh. <laughs> Uh chokers are small, they're actually aberrations I should have had you roll dungeoneering but it's too late now They're hunched over and wretched creatures with long pliable arms like tentacles, capped with spiny claws. They're usually underground predators that dwell in subterranean ruins or in the deep shadows of nameless caverns. They lurk in the darkness and lash out with their long rubbery arms at prey as it passes by. Seldom attack multiple enemies at once, stalking their quarry until they can isolate weaker victims from its pack. They're just fun little friends, and they're dead. I don't even know why you're worried about them.
0: That's fair. Do we have any territory that possibly replicates an advantageous position for a joker around us?
1: I mean, if you look around you, there are walls of scrap off to at least your left, and they're they're kind of far away to the right, and there is garbage piled up everywhere and like little nooks and crannies all over the place. It is... It's very easy for a small creature to find a place to hide here.
0: So I think Brixby's perception check, rolling it over to everybody else, um... This doesn't feel right, uh... Assuming maybe Asher fills them in on what we see on the ground. Let's, uh, let's stay armed and keep eyes up. I'm gonna pull out my rapier in one hand and my Scorching Ray wand in the other.
3: My gun is... In my hand, loaded with a mundane bullet. Also, casting mage armor.
2: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll grab an Ethel.
4: And Vargas is just gonna stand there because he always has his weapon. <laughs> at that moment. The
1: Vargas is never
4: unarmed. And he didn't prepare any buffing spell, so he's just gonna kind of hang out until something pops up and tries to choke us.
1: Well, as you continue on, um, perhaps a bit warier than you were before. Nothing seems to be leaping out to choke you as you slowly make your way through the twisted, body-strewn ruins. You come across a large flock of vultures, a bunch wheeling in the sky and a bunch perched on the ground, uh, picking away at bodies of these chokers. Looks like a larger concentration here than other places. But the vultures, I think, will reluctantly scatter as you all approach, and you can see that some of these bodies bear crude tattoos um or are still clutching like fetishes made out of junk that look like crude representations of mayanda's holy symbol that sort of robotic claw so it's like they have their homemade symbols of heli and tattooed in their bodies or made out of scrap and like clutched in their hands though they're long dead and partially eaten let me just get another Perception check from everyone. How like that?
0: Twenty-eight Top. from Brixby.
1: Twenty-eight from Brixby, and how about from Kira? Uh,
2: nineteen total. Okay, and
1: I assume Vargas and Asher have substantially less than a twenty-eight.
3: I have a 10 a
1: twelve. Very nice. Well, once again, Brixby, perhaps with the heightened nerves from hearing whatever that was in the first place, sees just, like, this weirdness go across his field of vision and, and it's like he's not seeing anything at all, but at the same time something was wrong for a second there and then it's gone.
0: Nothing else happens?
1: Nothing else happens. Ah, let's keep our eyes
5: open. I, um, I think
1: there's dangers
5: here, not all
1: dead.
3: And this isn't the same as the haunted part of town, is that right? Right. Okay. Just making sure I understood.
1: As far as you know anyways, you know. And as you're making your way further and further, nothing's bothering you. Everything seems fine. Um, You come up to what appears to be what you were looking for. There is a just absolutely twisted pile of scrap that raises up and uh, looks like a building or two buildings maybe with catwalks between them that have sort of folded together in the air. And sitting on top of them is, is a large... Satellite dish up on like a second floor. It's just a little ways away. I'm gonna just pop you onto another map here. I don't like that. Can we see anything? Yes. Yep.
3: We were told this was guarded. Asher would kind of speak a little quietly.
5: Do any of you see any guards? No more than the uh, flits and visions I saw before. We should assume that there are enemies at
1: every bend. Uh, it looks like uh, the only ways into this building, uh, or these two buildings, rather, are up on these rickety-looking walkways.
0: Come on. Brixby's going to cast shield on himself, looking over at Kira and doing the finger gun. And, uh, yeah.
3: You know what? He'll start walking up. Um Only way into this building... I climb everything. <laughs>
2: Fair. I'm going to say, um, as when sees um, Bricks do shield, Jewel finger gun back and also shield.
1: And um, right after Bricks P cast shield, you get a will save. Oh, yeah. Is this a spell
0: or spell-like ability?
1: Uh, I would say a spell or spell-like ability is apt. An apt description.
0: Ah, five on the die for a 12, Sam. How does a 12 strike you? Hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah, something happened. I don't know. It's hard to say what exactly might have happened. But, um, now Brixby just sort of feels like there's something wrong. I I don't think he really even has words to describe the the sensation. I think as we, as Brixby stands on this swaying, set of steps that are just barely attached to these two buildings that are folding together under the weight of time and decay and something is out there. I'm going to bed. Good night,
3: Sam. Good night, Sam. Night, Sam. Good,
2: good night, night, Sam. Well, it was a good run. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, nothing like successful perception checks and a failed will save to make me sleep easy tonight. Two
2: weeks. <laughs> happy holiday
1: Against the Machine is property of its creators, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron God's Adventure Path are properties of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. Theme Against the Machine, written and performed by our own Zach. Please consult the show notes for additional music and sound effect licensing information. <laughs>
2: It's fun seeing everyone do it at the table. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. It's like we're playing in real life, uh, Last Last Supper style, where we're all sitting side by side inexplicably.
1: Yeah, I don't know why we would do that. We can't see each other.
3: <laughs> I tried to lay my head on Drew's shoulder, but it didn't work.
0: <laughs> Which one of us we're is Gudis? Sorry. <laughs> oh,
4: I
2: okay. okay. no, That was good. It <laughs> took me a second to
4: get that. At first, I thought it was a GooTube joke. I thought it was like, a, oh, my, like, my default is GooTube, <laughs> but I see. I see it's now. both.
2: Yeah, that's yeah,
0: what's so beautiful about it.
2: It's yeah. the hidden trauma.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm glad I wasn't really recording for that. No, I was. I was. Thank goodness. There we go. Good as a scary
4: also, I think it would be Sam because isn't he off at the edge mm-hmm. of the table in that painting?
0: Yeah, it's she's true. Just Kind of leaning away. So, jerome I guess that technically deifies you.
2: <laughs> Congratulations on being Congratulations,
1: <laughs> you were the true Iron God,
2: <coughs> Jod. Thank you, <laughs> I just Iron Jod.
1: Water down my throat. <laughs> oh, <no>. Iron Jods. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, in your honor, I'm cracking open the biggest, ripest, room temperature, limited edition, gratitude granola. In your honor, I'm cracking open the biggest, ripest, room temperature, limited edition, gratitude granola gravy cup. That's so hard to say. In your honor, I'm cracking open the biggest, ripest, room temperature, limited edition, gratitude granola.